Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Tipped and Stip podcast with your host, Kate Umaraz and Jared Sturridge. Oh, it's been a week, people. We didn't think it was going to happen, but then it did. It would seem that the uh, Russian military has begun its invasion of Ukraine. Uh, as we are speaking, this is Sunday, uh, the 27th of February, yeah. uh, 2022. Uh, they are There's talks of peace, but uh, we are now, and not into a week, we're into like five days of uh, shelling, of troops moving into Ukraine. People evacuating yes. main city, major cities. Saboteurs, uh, you know, the, yeah. the, the elimination of military targets, air bases, and other strategic resources throughout Ukraine. Yeah. Horrible. I mean, I, it's not good. I, I'm compelled to get involved. <laughs> Me too. And here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Brothers in arms. Brothers in arms. I have nothing against the Ukrainians. No. Um, I have quite a bit against the Russians. Um, the thing is, though, uh, uh, what people f- seem to forget about this, uh, listening to a lot of people talk about the Ukraine-Russian conf- conflict is uh, uh, in America is really shows how America is a uh, kind of a dumb place. Um, we're not... We really don't know how... We don't know our history. And we also don't know uh, where Ukraine is on the map. Like, if you were to go around and ask, mm-hmm. point to me where Ukraine is, the majority of people... Mind you, the majority of people talking about it also wouldn't be able to tell you where it is on the map. Um, but that's fine. The real thing is, is that uh, uh, people need to understand that Putin is a gangster, and I don't mean it in like a uh, in an endearing way. I yeah. mean that like that's how they run politics in Russia. Mm-hmm. Like he is a gangster. He was in the KGB. Uh, he was working in uh, East Berlin uh, before the fall of the wall. Uh, when he was working there, he was uh, doing like kind of like, you know, spying for con- uh, the consulate there. And then uh, after the KGB, he came back to Russia. He was the uh, mayor of uh, St. Petersburg. And when he was the mayor of St. Petersburg, he pretty much worked with like criminal, the criminal underground mm-hmm. and bribed people. He was accused of like using money for bribes, stealing money, all this thing. After that, yeah. he became the prime minister of Russia. So... How, I wonder how long after that 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 happened. Who is this? Lou, what this are we is doing? him. What is happening? There you go. So this man, Vladimir Putin, uh, then became the uh, beautiful prime, prime minister of Russia. At the time, while he was the prime minister of Russia, uh, was the invasion of Georgia, where they annexed two pieces of land. Land uh, NATO was like, "Don't do that again," and then uh, they they didn't give it back, and they sanctioned them, and then. Later uh, in 2008, when Russia was, the, uh, sorry, when Vladimir Putin was the president, that is when they took annex Crimea, which is also in Ukraine for their deep water port. And um, then uh, he's now the president still. And so now th- I'm, what, I, what I'm really trying to say is uh, Russia is ran by a big old good old boys club, meaning that the oligarch that was kind of controlling a lot of Russia has to obey what Vladimir Putin wants them to do. Uh, there was a guy, one of the billionaires, and the, the creation of this oligarch was after the USSR fell, they had to sell a lot of their uh, state-owned resources, the energy departments, you know, oil, mm-hmm. uh, uh, telecommunications, and it was really owned by like six people. And uh, they were the ones who kind of ran Russia. And Vladimir Putin came in and said, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. And uh, one of those billionaires was um, really didn't like how Putin was like running things, to say the least. 
and uh, he spoke out against Putin, and he was, uh, you know, uh, funding a presidential like opposition to Putin, and then that guy got arrested for fourteen years. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. he got arrested for fourteen years, and everyone shut their mouth. So he runs it like a gangster. The the moving in on Ukraine is because Russia is realizing that they kind of put their money in the wrong places. They they didn't invest their money correctly. They've been uh, trying to, you know. It's 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 been, they've been playing a game of constant catch up from the fall of the USSR and uh, Putin is uh, wants to you know recreate the greatness of uh, USSR. There was also a war in Chechnya as well that he was involved in where they most likely faked terrorist bombings to invade Chechnya. Mm. So um, a lot of people in Russia don't like Putin. Uh, there's there's this uh, there's these two really big YouTube channels that uh, that deal with uh, one of one of them is like a travel youtube channel he travels mostly around uh russia and like just the old ussr like countries that used to be part of it and he just asks people he encounters thousands of people like every like like every year and he asks like did they prefer the time of the soviet union to now under you know under in russia specifically under putin and they're like yeah like it's horrible now like they felt like such so much more security under the ussr right whether that is like a testament to the actual nature of the ussr is you know give and take it's yeah historically historically obviously it's not that was not a great place at certain periods of time depending where you look but uh he doesn't have favorability right now. No, but, but like what, but what can people even do about that? That's the thing. He runs it like such a, I think it's also you know. split because like, yeah. it's like Trump. Like it's, it's polarizing. Some people yeah. love him because they're bought into it and into the propaganda. Other people don't right. like him, but you know, it's a huge country. So, and they've other and people, some people have different interests right? and sometimes those interests like correlate with, uh, or sometimes those interests cor- yeah, correlate with the propaganda that makes people, like him as well you know where they're not necessarily fooled by propaganda but they would like to be ideally part of whatever vision that putin represents and what that country represents bryce what on earth are you searching i've just putin is you you know he he actually though i think he was like into some sort of judo like he's into judo but like the like world judo federation like condemned him or something damn yeah. Well, Russians probably don't like him because, like, the entire time he's been president, they've been, had sanctions on them, and their economy's mm-hmm. been bad. Uh, but what is interesting is that a lot of this has to do with oil. S- again, could you imagine? Hmm. Isn't it really strange hmm. that so many conflicts in the, the 21st century have to do with oil? And uh, a lot of them have to do with oil because I don't know if anyone noticed, but you know, you know the country that kind of runs the EU, right? Do you know which one it is? Uh, no, it's Germany. Okay. Do you know why Germany has kept their mouth shut the like this entire time over why? the uh, Ukraine conflict? Because ten percent of Germany's energy sector relies on Russian oil. That is their biggest Good. export, and uh, is a uh, Russian Russian oil is Russia's biggest export. And yeah. the thing is, is that. And the reason why it's that way is because Germany tore down all their nuclear reactors because they yeah. believed they were dangerous, even oh. though that is not the case. So the thing that's strange is that we really see that there's a lot of evidence that uh, when it comes to energy, that green energy is good not only for the earth, but for geopolitical reasons. So that when someone gets a little mouthy, and you point a gun at them and you go, we don't need your oil anymore. So maybe you should get back in line. They listen instead of 
fuck you, I'm going to invade a country. Because yeah. this is where the history comes in uh, that I was speaking about earlier. Um, do you know what other country in, in, uh, in a big war kind of just kept taking land and another group of like a peace, peace treaty uh, countries agreed not to invade them was the Nazi Germany. So like Nazi Germany took over Sutton land mm-hmm. and they're the, the, at the time the justice league or the league of nations. <laughs> <laughs> Superman. Yeah. The league of nations. Sorry. Oh the league of nations. That was hilarious. The league of nations was like, you better not do that again. And he went, mm, okay. And then Hitler looked around and he's like, I want this. And then they were like, you better not do it again. And he did that seven times. And he did that seven times and then invaded an entire country and then began World War II. Dude, it's not his fault. He was possessed by an ancient Aryan demon. Right. He uh, said this. He did say this. Um, what? Yeah. Look. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's he once a, said that like uh, there was some. Mussolini. He said it to Mussolini and he, it was at like some large event or banquet, some no, kind the, of big like m- gathering was they were it? having like a uh, coffee together or something and oh Mussolini wrote in his like in his notes or his diary or his journal was little, I, this could be fake i but can't imagine them sitting down for coffee why not like that just seems like such a that seems like, like exactly getting, what two like superpowers like the heads of superpowers would do is get because no oh, it's, it seems like they wouldn't be able Italy. to be in a room together alone yeah but they're the only ones that understand they're aligned each other. though they're they were aligned. They're right? soulmates. Yeah. They, wow. they're the, At the time. What were their star signs? Yeah, but think about it. If you had to go talk, if you were like the head of like a really authoritarian country and you're like, man, I just got some shit going. I need to talk to someone. You're going to go talk to someone who's in the same position. That's a good point. Yeah. So like. Hoping he's just as crazy and, and up in over his head as you are. Right. And uh, the thing with Russia is that Russia has been kind of doing this, but now sanction- the way the economy works is just different. Uh, Russia relies so much on every other country to like stay in line. Like when the sanctions began, uh, when they started invading Ukraine, uh, 85% of Russians banking ended because it's all reliant on everyone else. Like they, they, they can't process doing simple business. So their economy is tanking right now. And yeah, uh, I think Russia realizes that they're in a logistical nightmare. They're not set up to to have a war because they're not very independent. No matter, the thing is, is that not really any country is. Every country is so, we are so globally connected. Glo- this yeah. is this the strange thing. This is actually what globalism is. Like this is like in a weird way, the positives of globalism, when people get a little mouthy and want to start shooting at each other, they can't because they rely on every other country so much that once every other country is like, we're not going to give this to you anymore, mm-hmm. they stop. Yeah. This was the exact same reason why Japan uh, bombed Pearl Harbor was uh, Japan needed the United States out of uh, influence in the Pacific because they were invading uh, island, they were invading countries in the South china sea now and like the philippines and stuff like that because they needed oil they were running out of oil it's the only reason they were doing it they didn't they wanted to expand but they were running out of natural resources russia is doesn't have the natural resources to go on an all-out war they rely too much on their places and the thing is is like when america goes into the middle east we don't take our oil and use it for the war we take their oil we take over their oil fields and we pump their oil and use it for us. That's how this works. Like, uh, so it's really interesting. It's not good. Obviously it's really sad. I mean, it's, it's hard to 
there's really nothing funny about a country invading uh, another one innocently. Like there's yeah. no one involved in the Ukraine that is a, a bad person. They're all innocent people. People are losing their homes or becoming displaced. They're in a time of uh, chaos for no good reason. Truly no good reason. It's just because one guy wants to rebuild a dead idea and uh, and worrisomely, and we can start talking about the deterrent thing. And we talked about this a little before the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and I said this, I said uh, a little, uh, not on the podcast, but I was worried because I was like, you know, what's going to happen? I'm like, Putin has to be really nervous about this going wrong because if you know anything about Russia and the USSR, when someone starts fucking up and they start ruining the, they start making the pockets of a lot of other people. Mm-hmm you know a little lighter mm-hmm. those people disappear mm-hmm. and like i imagine poon right now is probably looking around the room wondering who's it's going to be yeah who's going to be the one who puts the who puts the poison in his drink yeah you know who suicides him you know mm-hmm. or just makes him disappear you know a random car accident Putin's vehicle crashed mm-hmm. into a tree after it got hijacked by a satellite helicopter just, crash you know, <laughs> like, do you want to watch this video yeah about, i want to watch like, this Putin video watch how the video he, about Putin. how he acts or like the kind of the kind of way that he you know influences people around him and the fear that he kind of instills in them like i think he that's given that power for so long but like you said like you know once someone starts fucking up like there's now a chance of a coup happening with his chief spy that's interesting okay this is yeah this is with his chief spy таким образом согласился бы с предложением николая платоновича о том что нашим так сказать западным партнерам можно дать последний шанс э, с тем, чтобы э, предложить им в кратчайшие сроки заставить Киев пойти на мир и выполнить Минские соглашения. В противном случае мы э, должны принять то решение, о котором сегодня говорится. Значит, в противном случае вы предлагаете начать переговорный процесс? Э, нет, я... Э, э, или, при, или, или признавать... Говорите прямо. Я поддержу предложение о признании. Поддержу или поддерживаю? Говорите прямо, Сергей. Поддерживаю предложение. Так и скажите, та или Поддерживаю предложение о вхождении Донецкой и Луганской народных республик в состав Российской Федерации. Да, мы, об этом, мы об этом не говорим, мы этого не обсуждаем. Мы говорим, мы говорим о признании их независимости или нет. Да, я поддерживаю предложение о признании независимости. Хорошо, пожалуйста, садитесь, спасибо. Владимир Александрович. He's dead. So, to summarize, because for people who are listening, Pretty much what he was saying, uh, it was the chief spy who was talking for the majority of time there, was talking about how uh, maybe they should start taking in the idea that they should, to summarize, they should realize they lost and that this is No, this was on the 21st. So this was like a week ago before they even invaded. They invaded on the 22nd, I think. So they're saying before... Yes, uh, they did. They're talking about like recognizing those two like parts of, you know, um, Ukraine, whether they're independent or not. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because before the conflict, Den- uh, Donetsk and uh, the one that starts with an L. Luska or something. Luska. They're, because they're pretty much trying to take claims on places that are ethnically Russian. Uh, but the chief spy is saying, uh, 
you know, he they're, they're talking about like letting them into the Russian Federation or letting them operate as independent states outside of Ukraine. And Vladimir Putin doesn't like that idea. He wants them to be part of the Russian Federation. But it's more the fact that somebody in his council, his chief spy, is suggesting something polar opposite of Vladimir Putin. And Putin's going, speak plainly. Yes or no? Like, don't, like, what do you want? And the guy goes, I do support the proposal of their independence. And he goes, that's great. Take a scene. <laughs> that's great. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> How about you take a seat? It's so funny the way he talks to people. Cause His when kids he, are dead. He ta- the, guy, the way Putin talks is like so, like he, like he just talks like, like, spooky. like, he doesn't talk like a politician that we know in America. He doesn't talk like, like weirdly, like in this weird, in this weird defined box. Like it's like a speech every time there's only certain kinds of words and only a certain kind of attitude you can use. He talks like he's like at a poker table and he just know, like, I don't know. He just talks like he's just manipulative in every way. It's really interesting. Right. Well, because politicians here have to talk about, they have, have to, talk to talk down to dumb people. Well, yes, they have to do that. And also they have to like keep their poll numbers and make sure that they're not like offending and just yeah. like keeping their, their, gro- they need to talk. They rely in, too much on us. Yeah, they, 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 he they, doesn't. Yeah, right. They have to it's talk fun. in big generalities. They have to talk to everyone. They got to pull as many people in as possible. They're like, I'm the right candidate. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> like he doesn't need to talk to anybody in any certain way. The only way he talks to people is if you disagree with me, I will disappear you. <laughs> like which is what he's doing. Can we uh see the video and I'm going to I'm going to read the, I want to see the video where he's talking about the nukes and the deterrents. All right. And I I'm going to try I'll read I will speak as he's speaking. So we this also is could probably like, you know, find the english audio and then like dub it in for the for the audio people yeah after dear colleagues as you can see not only do western countries take unfriendly measures against our country in the economic dimension i mean the illegal sanctions that everyone knows about very well but also the top officials of leading NATO countries allow themselves to make aggressive statements with regards to our country. That is why I order the Defense Minister and Chief of the General Staff to put Russian Army deterrence forces on high combat alert. So he thinks that we're, we're going to go in and invade Russia. And well, he needs, he needs the Russian people to be scared that the Western world is coming mm-hmm. for them when they're not. Like nobody, NATO for the most part and all the members in it don't want a war. No. None of them do. That's I don't why think anybody does except him. Except him. That's why they're fighting this That's economically. Kind of the, sounds like kind of the point of NATO is to be like the the person who's always saying, would something else be better than war? Right. Like, let's actually see if this, like, are you guys, is is this war necessary? Like, is this, are, are these feelings you're having against this other country uh, rightly placed? Or is there like a more diplomatic way we can go about this? Right. Well, but I don't know how that's going to work. Like, I, I guess we could see what happens after the peace talks that are supposedly happening today yeah. on the, on the border. Well, in a, in a, 
the thing about the creation of NATO was just to pretty much cease the expansion of communism. Like the NATO, like the USSR had its satellite states. It had the countries that became part of the the USSR and which the USSR is just another United States. Like that's all it stands for. It's just a communist version of the United States. You like how America, like when you go look, when you go to put where your country is and every other country in the world has a name like England or Mm -hmm. Germany or Ghana, Madagascar, like those are places. But when you get down to yours, it just says United States. Like that's not a place. You know what I mean? Like Wisconsin's a place, Mm -hmm. but Wisconsin is in the United States. Like Ukraine, Belarus, Belarus, like uh, uh, Kazakhstan Mm -hmm. are part of the USSR. So when they were all part of that, not the Czech Republic. The Czech wasn't? No. Um, NATO was created in order to make like its version of that, but only like diplomatically. And and it was pretty much just saying if any of their countries attack one of ours, all of us attack. So it really was like if one, it was a big deterrent. Yeah. So pretty much it's like, there's not going to be little skirmishes going into smaller countries. It's if you put a soldier on one of our allies, you don't just attack a little country with an itty-bitty army. You're attacking the entire might of the Western world combined. Yeah. So that's a, that's why Russia's doing this. He, he doesn't like that NATO is trying to get Ukraine to join. He doesn't like the idea that a yeah. country in... He doesn't like the idea that a country in NATO is going to be on the border of Russia. Right. Because Putin looks at it like, oh, that's the end of the USSR which it already was in reality what's probably going to happen <coughs> over time is now that we realize that you know Putin's kind of you know at the end of an era he's part of an old world that doesn't exist anymore Russia needs to catch up with the rest of the world um, what if Russia truly wants to exist in the future and, and actually like survive and not stagnate they're going to have to embrace the western world they're going to have to embrace, embrace the ideas and the uh, the way that the Western world operates. Maybe not how the United States operates, but maybe like Sweden. That wouldn't be bad. Maybe if they were a little nicer. Yeah, hopefully there's some sort of, you know, re- like uprising and like people can actually, there can be like an actual revolution instead of just like creating the next Putin and like continuing this like, right. you just know, gangsters after gangsters bullshit, after you know? gangsters. The, the kind of, the kind of like reverence for communism that the old, like old people in Russia are thinking about is kind of just the direction that the Netherlands are heading in with socialism. It's kind of just like the, the way that there's more, there's like safety and there's community. Right. And that there's a, and there's not a sense of like survive or n- you're on your own. Right. But the thing is, is that at least in, in like the Nordic countries and Netherlands and, and the, and a lot of the European countries that have embraced forms of socialism mm-hmm. as opposed to communism in the USSR is that when you spoke out against the government, you weren't put against a wall. Right. So it's yeah. interesting. They're like, we were safer then. I'm like, right. Mm-hmm. Part of me is like maybe their propaganda was just that good. That's no, that's it. <laughs> because because the that's the uh, that's the missing factor probably right. in in uh, Scandinavia that there's that they're. I mean, I don't really know what kind of propaganda they have going on there, but like think about how 
how new the concept of like official propaganda, like documented propaganda was right. in the time of like the Soviet Union, mm-hmm. like the, like the 1930s, 1920s, like, I'm, like propaganda wasn't the, really a thing until the, until, um, like there was political cartoons for a long time, but it really wasn't until like the printing press and stuff. And then really propaganda didn't pick up in like a large way until like World propaganda. War One and World War Two. Yeah. Like the big posters and stuff like that. Like, right. the, you know, like that stuff wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. And now forms of propaganda are not like that. Forms of propaganda now are through media. They're through news. They're Everything's through story. Propaganda. The through, the through, <laughs> propaganda. You are propaganda. You're yeah. propaganda. Like it's music. It's fucking, it's, it's products, mm. you know, Propagating it's, ideas. it's celebrities. Yeah. Weird. You know, material it's it's also girl. like it's also like entire events. I'm a material girl <laughs> in a material world. I'm in a material world. I saw some like Russian the entire TV. eight. Sorry, one second. The entire yeah. '80s are propaganda. Like the like the whole <laughs> is, the whole yeah, like yeah, '80s yeah. like nostalgia wave malls and clothes and like Dude. retro. Like that's all that's all propaganda yeah. through the like, CIA through media and consumerism. The CIA was flying cocaine into Florida. That's, <laughs> that's the '80s. Uh, that's, yeah. We invaded Guam for no reason. They were planning the school shootings for the next 10 years, false flags that they, they want. Kind, it, they it, were planning Columbine in okay, the 1980s. Okay, first of all, there's actually a few documents that kind of show they were. Yeah. We're not going uh, Northwoods. Like Operation North. That was 60s, but... I know it's older, but the, uh, uh, the, the, the plan that Dick Cheney was at when they're talking about the, what the New World Order is going to be... Like, it's just out there. Like, you can just read that. Like, that got declassified. And they're just talking mm-hmm. about, like, fear and being the police of the world and... We got to make everyone scared of us. And like they're, they're, they're hinting back. It's all CIA good old boys. Like these people who were involved in Operation Northwoods. Yeah. Mind you, Operation Northwoods clearly stated using plane attacks, school shootings, mm-hmm. bombings of, bil- of, 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 of like federal buildings, federal buildings like yeah. as way to uh, encourage you know yeah. us into war. Isn't that crazy? Isn't yeah. that just wacky? And they also, I think, also in that was uh, assassinations. Right. Not to, and not to say that. Yeah, and not. This is not saying just that. Read uh, this first part for the for the people. Operation Northwoods was a proposed false flag operation against American citizens that originated within the U.S. Department of Defense of the United States government in 1962. The proposals called for the CIA operate. CIA operatives to both stage and actually commit acts of terrorism against American military and civilian targets, blaming them on the Cuban government and using it to justify a war against Cuba. The possibilities detailed in the document included the possible assassination of Cuban immigrants, sinking boats of Cuban refugees on the high seas, hijacking planes to be shot down or given the appearance of being shot down, blowing up a U.S. ship and orchestrating violent terrorism in U.S. cities. The proposals were rejected by President John F. Kennedy, who uh, one year later was shot in the head in a car in Texas. By the CIA. I have no proof for that, but I could send you a few links. There's proof. There's actually there's a, lot a lot of proof. proof. There's, <laughs> actually, a lot of proof. there's actually a really good evidence that most likely yeah. they got them. <laughs> like, what, what's the Oliver Stone Oliver movie, Stone, JFK? Yeah. Did that movie kind of go into the, the, the no. CIA stuff? It's on, yeah. So I think it, I think it was going to be on um, Showtime first, and then it's going to be on other platforms, like at the end of March or something. Dude, okay. The yeah. Family of Lies by Russ Baker... When they when he proves that they've when they figured out that George uh, George Bush Senior 
was the acting C- head of the C- director of the CIA from 1962 to 1963, the same year that John F. Kennedy was killed. That's weird. I'm just saying. I'm just saying what people don't understand, bro. I know people say Russia's Russia's bad. We got a few gangsters ourselves. All right, we got a lot. We Listen, invented the word gangster over here. I swear to Christ, we got gangster dynasties in America. I mean, the CIA actively collaborated with the mob. To hey, like, yeah, have you seen the Irishman? Shit. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah I hate how the Irishman insinuates that, like, that, like, like they say that that somebody outside of like just some random lone shooter killed JFK, but they kind of hint too much that it was just the mob, right? No, it wasn't. Kennedy just was that. Irish, but it, but it, it. no, it was definitely it was, those. I mean, the, the you know, secret police, CIA types were definitely in in lieu with the mobs, like, like why. They, they, they like were, it. but they were working with mobs. Like that's yeah. they, they are. They're playing the same game. These like gangsters. It, yeah, they're playing the they're, same game. They're playing counterintelligence and mm-hmm. like proactive like uh, chaos. Well, Joe Rogan had that when he had the CIA director on, and the way he said it, he's like, you know, those guys back in the day, they were told we need money for this. They go, all right, and they would find a way to make money. And whether that was flying planes of cocaine from, uh, you know, the Florida Keys into the islands off the Florida Keys into Miami or, you know, uh, bringing black tar heroin from uh, Vietnam and Laos on the planes of dead Vietnam soldiers coming back to the United States to bring that to New York. And by the way, that's what the entire movie American Gangster is about. Mm. Like... They're like, I can't believe, they're like, I can't, uh, and um, who plays him? Um, um, it doesn't matter. But in American Gangster, it's just pretty much how like this, this African-American guy, like, like it's kind of like the Denzel movie, Washington. Denzel Washington. Yeah. Like, it's kind of important about that, that he is, that he is black. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, it's finally a, a gangster movie. That's not about Italians. Yeah. And they're telling the story about like Harlem and heroin and how this guy like rose the power. And it was a real thing in New York. But the way that they were getting the uh, heroin from Vietnam to America was on the planes of dead soldiers coming back from Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Mind you, in the movie, they didn't tell you, but in the movie, they do show that they were shipping them on empty coffins. They were, they were moving heroin off of empty coffins back into the United States. What they didn't tell you is that they went out so far as cutting open bodies and mm-hmm. stuffing them with heroin. And I'm just saying, this is just, you know... How does a guy from Harlem get all the way to Vietnam mm-hmm. and figure out how to bring heroin on military yeah. transit planes? How does he know the the trucking companies that are bringing it into the different distribution? So how does he right? Yeah, how does he track the the? Doesn't add up, does it? No, 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 he's no, no, just no. good. He's just, he's just good. He's just playing the. He's, he's a, playing the he's game. He's wheeling and dealing. He's no, a black man in the '60s, it's wheeling and dealing, making shit happen. Yeah, he, yeah he ends up, He's the fucking Michael Jordan of heroin trading. He's that's the what Michael, they, <laughs> like, like that's just, what they had Denzel Washington do it. So you're exactly. watching it and you're like, yeah, Denzel Washington's a bad motherfucker who could really handle his business. But it's funny that nobody, truly, nobody in the drug game. This is the thing. Nobody in the drug game will ever be as good as the CIA. I don't care how cool Pablo, you think Pablo Escobar was. He would never be what he was without the good old yeah. US of A. With the good old boys in the CIA. The Yale good old boy club. That's what's good. See, we're good at everything. We're good at making our country worse. And that period. And the world. And the world. 
Here, let's uh, let's just finish up with what we got so far here. Ukraine and Russia to meet for peace talks without preconditions, Zelensky says. That's the president? Is that the yeah, word? Yeah, this is the president. President of, of Ukraine. He looks rough. He looks a little stressed out. Oh, that's him? Yeah. Oh, I thought well, that was like some like, guy. he's been like staying in Kiev like you know fighting well apparently fighting but he's like you know in like he's, in he's still there and he's like putting out videos and stuff there's all these like there's good propaganda of him where he's like out and like on the front lines he's in a trench he's got like the helmet on and he's like looking tough and shit and you know i follow him on twitter like half my twitter feed is just like ukrainian i'm just like translating it i'm just like i don't know what it's gonna say but i'm like trying to piece it together <laughs> yeah joe but joe biden couldn't do that unless he had his nurse walking around with him <laughs> Yeah, He'd be like, I'm in New this. York in the trenches. Dude, I- <laughs> I, I'm, I'm waiting for them to put Joe Biden in a wheelchair like FDR. I'm waiting like, for him to get the FDR look. He's, I, they would have to wheel him out. He's yeah. Listen, it's so weird because sometimes he comes out and he just completely like loses where he is. And sometimes he comes out and he speaks really well. But it just reminds me of uh, when they were talking about how Donald Trump like sometimes would come out and he'd just be like have all this energy and they were like yeah it's an, it's meth it's he they're, he's, on <laughs> he's on a lot of amphetamines <laughs> like they have to give that to him for him to do these speeches yeah. the man is high all the time just like Joe Biden that man can't operate he needs they like dude they're in their late 70s they're the president of the, the most powerful country in the world who thought that was a good idea? Listen, it doesn't matter. We're getting. We, what, what, I want to watch the video. Of the the dumb the dumbass on fucking uh the View. Can we, can we watch wait, wait. Video? But we're on. We're not. I want to see Trump's teaser. Well, no, no. We gotta get. To, we'll we gotta. To we gotta. That, I want to. Because this is crazy. Because this plays into the boomer delusion. The boomer delusion of this world. First of all, there is no. There wouldn't be a pandemic if there wasn't boomers. <laughs> this is true. Because everybody would listen. Like all the. Younger kids would just be like, okay, let's just lock down. No, I'm saying boomers are the pandemic. I'm kidding. Right. My grandma listens to this. I love her. It's every really bo- not her fault. Every boomer I know is vaccinated. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Every every boomer I've ever met oh. is vaccinated. My grandma has actually never <laughs> said a like boomer thing before in her life. Like she's never like said something where I turn her. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, I, but like I've yeah. had other, I've had other grandparents. Not my grandpa. The ones that are relevant to who I'm talking about on the yeah. other side of the family who've said some shit. And I go, that's a uh, whack. That's uh, confusing. All right, let's play it. Let's hear ET Canada. It's heartbreaking to hear what is going to happen. Yeah. Well, I'm scared of what's going to happen in, in Western Europe, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, you just you plan a trip. You want to go there. I want to go to Italy for four years. I haven't been able to make it because of of uh, the pandemic. Turn it off. Turn it off. You know, it's, yeah. it's like, it's, who's going to... It's gonna, mother... Like, this is what every boomer's thinking about right now. Dude, she is in the... She is the amalgama- amalgamation of of the hellscape that America like it's just all about me it's all about what I want to do this yeah. the first this woman right before is like it's horrendous what's going to happen to these families you know because people are dying you know people are being like losing their homes we're seeing videos of missiles like entering like apartment buildings in Kiev not good very bad then you got this then you got this dumb broad when she's just <laughs> like <laughs> I can't believe what's we're just we've been planning a trip for Italy for four years. Imagine you're having a caprese salad and the Russians just come jumping down on you like a moron. What are we talking about? This- she she does she and she doesn't even know. This is the thing. This is part of the mentality. They don't even know that they should instead be thinking about how all the young generation people our age is now at, we're now at the point where our day to day is repeated is like history of the 
fucking 20th century. Like we're now seeing what their parents and grandparents we're living through like we're now seeing like like countries starting to war with each other and like like dictators and uh, new forms of, of authoritarianism and propaganda the beyond like horrors beyond our our comprehension <laughs> and she's talking about like take traveling to italy <laughs> but to d- italy but it's not her it's her parents yeah. it was her parents who saw that it's not her she got to be in some cozy suburb while all her friends got sent to Vietnam. Her grand, it was her it was her dad who fought in World War II and got the house. It wasn't her. She yeah. enjoyed the eighties. She got to enjoy. Oh, yeah. She's the material and, and you know girl. Who didn't? Probably, like her hair. countless neighbors who were you know who were given that who's hallucinogenic from Jacob's ladder and one animal on on everybody like, in Vietnam. No, well, our generation is going to be the one that gets to watch the Great Depression happen. Those you know what those people those great grand <laughs> they kept their mouth shut because they knew times could get bad. They didn't they didn't care as good as times may seem. They always knew it could be worse. But the like. The suburb GI Bill generation, the ones who didn't get to see any of the tragedy, specifically like the white suburban, you know, middle class. It's mostly class, that. that. Mostly comes you know, down the, to the, that. The, 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 the fucking Long Island, you know, the outside of Chicago stuff, those suburbs, those people are hell on earth. She should be sent to Ukraine. <laughs> we should put her on the front line. And what's good is that you can. She can go we, and fight. She can. We she can, can sign up can. right now and go fight in Ukraine. Well, no, I, we have to go listen, to sign up. We have to. We go. have to actually travel. We have to. We have to get the yep. flight. So there. listen, yeah. it's the tipped it instead Venmo. If you want to pay for Jared and I's ticket to Ukraine, we'll join. One way. One, One way. way. <laughs> we're not coming back. I, oh, doesn't mean we're gonna die. I think I can handle it. That might not be true. I might. But stay. If I die, I'll die a hero. And I'll be happy because you know what? I got to be honest. The war in Ukraine is like the only war that I've seen in a long time where there's a clear bad guy. Like there's no That's confusion. a good point. So That's old, a good point. $446. Dude, Nothing. we're in. We Nothing. could go today. That's easy. I bet you they've dropped. Dude, I could sell my car. <laughs> we could we could drop our, break our lease. You don't need to when you go and fight for Ukraine. Like, that's for glory. All, all this shit doesn't matter anymore. Dude, if we come that's back. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I, I can drop all this off. I can. I don't have to like don't make a pay for my car us, or anything. Like I gave up the old ways. I, this is okay. This episode this will be in a documentary. This is rejecting modernity and returning to tradition. This is going to fight on the front lines. On the good side. This is this is going across the ocean. And right. standing with your European like brothers. Like our grandfathers. Like our grandfathers. Our great grandfathers. Showing the invaders, yep, who is this boss? Yep, because guess what? It wouldn't be in the it wouldn't be a war in the in the, in Europe if it wasn't for the good old U.S. of A. showing up. <laughs> if it wasn't for the boys in green coming in on the choppers, that wouldn't be a war in Europe. If we gotta be there, we gotta go charge the beaches of the Baltic Sea to go show some <laughs> ruskies what's going on. Stranger, Stranger Things season four, where you at? Where are you? Where the new season of Stranger if, Things? If we get to go to Ukraine and fight Russians, we got to do the piss dream of Ronald Reagan. Like that's <laughs> what he always wanted to do. We're there. We'll do. The, we'll do the podcast from Kiev. I don't give a shit. We'll, we'll live stream from Kiev and we'll fight on the front. I listen. It sounds like they're not very good at fighting. It sounds like they're just giving everybody a gun in Kiev. So if they can do it. And Russia can't even get to the capital. We can do it. I mean, any it's not listen, what this really is is saying anyone could do a war. And win. <laughs> we'll win. It, we I listen. No, I, I, we, we've been ready for this. Like we've been prepped by our propaganda, which was very nice when it came to media. 
we had a good old game called Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> right. And and there's two words in that game that have stuck with me and they and they and they're cropping up in my head. Three words. Three words. Three very important <laughs> words uh, that that really inspire me and you I can tell to yes to to, to do this, to, to really do go. What's right. And those three words remember no, no Russian. Russian. <laughs> <laughs> We're going. We're going. Yes! <laughs> This is now, what, now, what we were destined now, for. We're not going to shoot up an airport. That's no. Not, that's not what we're saying. And to be fair, the remember no Russian line is, is saying for them not to speak Russian because they know Russian. They're yes. only speaking English. However, that when we go there, we'll, it, we'll, we'll have to tell them context matters in this case. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go. And listen, I we support we support the fighters. I don't want to kill any any. Any, here's the thing. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to kill Russian people. Not people, but I will kill a Russian soldier. <laughs> that's a I dog. I don't want to bomb a city full of civilians. I don't think that's what they want to do. I think they just want to defend the homeland. True. But the best <laughs> defense is a good offense. Right. That's why we're dropping in. They straight up though. They are just like, us. You can, can go? go to the defense of Ukraine, like you know and. And you can go sign up at like military offices and like volunteer. They're saying like anyone who's a friend of peace and democracy, like to come travel to the country and fight against the Russian invasion. Dude, we should go so we can get a real AK. You were looking to give us. A I think real it's AK. Kalishnikov that they're giving out. The Kalish, the new one. Yeah, the, aren't those? Dude, how badass would it be if I go? Hey, I so I fought in your war and I know it's over now and uh, I want a medal because I got and I, I just I just keep like ripping the badges out because there's no dog tags in Russia. You could like I like I got seven. Like, is this enough for you to mail back the Kalishnikov to my house? Because that I kind of want something to remember. Can but. you sign it? Can you sign this, please? Look at those are that, like normal people. Oh yeah, dude. I saw. Some... Dude, she looks like. Oh, dude, that that dude. That's like she's gonna go on a run. Yeah. No, I mean they're it's literally face. like I saw I saw one where it's like these two people like younger than us, but or probably your age, they got married and then they both signed up and then like they rushed their marriage and then they both signed up. <laughs> the problem is is no one I don't think a lot of people there speak English. There's gonna be a bit of a language barrier. Yeah. Well no nah, you Google Translate you'd probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's listen, we'll do good. The Here's point. the thing. Here's the Google thing. Translate. We'll go <laughs> with your with your AirPods. Oh, It'll dude. translate into your ear. They can do that. No, it's like all of a sudden we get on the field and all of a sudden, um, all of a sudden like uh, fucking do 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 do. All of a sudden, Mr. Rage just starts playing, <laughs> and it's just like we're going, we're just going in. We now I know we're speaker. like making like seem like fun of like a war. Like obviously, there's people who are like oh. doing this for their lives, and I respect it. But what I'm saying is that I respect it so much that I want to join them. I want to bring some of that good old American spirit. Look at a yeah. real patriotism. Yeah. Not that shit they made up in the 80s. I mean, real, honest <laughs> to God, patriot on the good side, going to help save people. Yeah. I will put my life on the line for Ukraine. Well, Bryce, part of me wants to leave it on the plane again. tomorrow. Can you pull that picture up again? Because this is important. What if I do it? Can we do it? We could do it. You I wouldn't go. I'd go. I would. No, I, I'd, I'd kind of rather go. You want to go, <laughs> Bryce? Can you pull that picture up again? Yeah. Um, what this if we is, did? What if you? What would you think of us, Bryce, if we did it? I, I, Are you coming? No, I got I got a, a life to live over here. But okay. w- you'd be okay if we left. I would you be scared? No, for us? I would try to stop you from doing it, but also it, it would be great content. So. <laughs>
Bryce, this are is you why you're the views. This is why this is why you're a great. What if we? What if we, yeah, we go there and they're like, "Why are you here?" Like, we're here to defend Ukraine, and they're like, "You bitches really did this for views." And like, we actually like we get a few kills. We get a K. We get a KD <laughs> ratio. We get a ratio going. A KD ratio. A KD we ratio. die a couple times. <laughs> we get a KD ratio KD going with a zero D. People are like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> this is the most trad realism I've ever seen. Like all the people on Twitter who are like who like just cream their jeans over like being trad or finding a trad wife. You mean the the American Nazis, like the, the pseudo Nazis? Yes, and the people who like who whose ancestors are like Orthodox oh, Christian yeah. and like or, Orthodox Greek. This is literally. I mean, look at look at them. I like, kind of want to go. What they're wearing and like they're doing a ceremony, a rich a, a wedding ritual, and then they're defending their home. That's insane. I kind of want to do it. I'm going to be honest with you, Bryce. I feel like this is the adventure I've always been waiting for. I, I mean, this is the thing: is there are a lot of people just like you around this country that are having the same exact conversation right now and they're being serious you know like, i kind of am serious i gotta is, be, can i be honest with you? can i give you a percentage of how serious i am yeah 50 oh, i believe you i'm, I'm, I'm dude, closer I'm, to 65 at dude, the right, I might right be now over 50 because honestly i kind of want to go do this i this well what i was going to say is it's I don't want to sh- go to work. I want to go do this. Yeah. They could have sent Kyle Rittenhouse over here to do this <laughs> shit. Like, Where's Kyle? Too bad this didn't happen like last year Kyle before all that went. shit. Here's he would have. Kyle's would- a pussy. He probably would not have went. Well, you know why? He's overweight. Because it wasn't a racial issue. <laughs> right. Is this not a racial like, issue? I can't go kill white no, people. No, this is like a... I can't go kill other white... Well, he did kill white people. <laughs> no, but you know, we know... Listen, Yeah, if you were to get him in a closed room... You're like, what's your thoughts? What's your <laughs> hey? What's your thoughts on welfare? Like, you know what's gonna happen? Like, we, we don't get yeah, confused. He, he wasn't playing basketball at the recplex. Right. Okay? <laughs> he was he was swimming. He's he was in the gym in a park. He was playing. Te- no, he was playing tennis. Yes. He listen. He is not cultured to say this. He's most likely a racist. I mean, if I if you had, you think he ever met Tristan Jass at the rec? That is freaky to think about. That's a I, I weird think thing to think, think about. I could have been at the pool the same time that he was yeah. a lifeguard. That actually freaked me out. When we went that one time, you were like, I wonder when he stopped working here. Like if that was before or after the shooting. When we went to Rec Flight. Yeah, before. No, ser- I, mean, we, I was like, that was a dumb question because it was clearly before. <laughs> um, I got to be honest. I'm at like 60-40 right now. I kind of yeah. want to do it. Yeah, I'm kind of like really struggling like financially. I just got hired at a cool job, but it's, you know, what job is ever going to be well, good? What what job could be better than than like strapping up and and like rent's ha- and like, like an adventure. I'm not worried about that. Like rent's going to get paid. I just want to like part of me is like I could go to Europe. I could do something good. Like honestly, some way this feels like I could finally go do something that's genuinely like no questions asked, the right thing to do. Is the go like actually fight on the right side, like not just those fucking losers on Twitter. Like there's a conflict that I've known about for a long time. Go watch Winter on Fire. It's fucking sad. That's a, yeah, I've, a I've great, always wonder about. I've always film. wonder about what was happening in Ukraine, and now here's the chance where you have the real, like truly, you could go up against the evil people against the world. Yeah. Ukraine's not Dude, an those evil people place. in Winter on Fire, those those like 19-year-old kids they, they were interviewing, they, they were saying the same things we're saying now. Like like I've always wanted to do to like walk in the shoes of like my grandfather and great-grandfather who were fought on the front lines because it's always been bad. Like if there was a war in like a like a civil war in the United States of like like elite or like like 
working class versus like elite, like some sort of like actual war that there was a clear side that everyone should be on. That's the, that's the dream. You know, that's the dream is to be engaged in like a holy war. I in might a not sense. be here tomorrow. I'm going to be honest with you. I might not be here. You might be at O'Hare, 6 a.m. flight. <laughs> dude, this, ten, it's the, my bed, like going to bed tonight is genuinely going to be hard for me. We're staying up I, tonight. You want to get drunk tonight and talk I about this more? I genuinely might leave tomorrow. I might hitch a plane and go do this because I can't think of anything better to do with my life than You know this what's funny right is that your family would be way more supportive of you going than my family of no, me going. No, my mom would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mine is our moms because it's a mom. Your dad might be into it. No, my... Oh, damn, uh, God shit. damn it. Now you brought this up because the thing is... <laughs> Is that when this started, I was like, damn, you know, there's some QAnon forums on there right now. They're like, this has everything to do with Hunter Biden's son. Russia's trying to save the Ukrainian yeah. people or Russia's trying to get the original Hillary Clinton meals. And right after I, I told Jared that in that fucking yeah. day, like literally an hour, two hours later, I was looking at uh, I was looking at my phone and I realized I still followed my dad on Instagram. The first post that he's posted in a long time was a picture of George Soros, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi over Ukraine. And it says all of these people have, have family members working in Ukrainian oil. And then the caption just was the libs did this. <laughs> so no, he would not be, a, he would not approve. He would think if I went to go fight for Ukraine, that I would be fighting for the deep state. <laughs> so no, oh, he would, true. he would want me to be on the other side. Oh, He'd want, no, no, he'd want you to be sowing dissent in the Ukrainian. He'd want you to be, he'd you want know? you to be wearing that black and red flag. I feel like if I don't do this, I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. I feel if like we don't at least give it like a few more, like another day or two of consideration. Let's see if it kicks off a little bit. I mean, if Hopefully they're having the peace, peace talks, talks, you know. Okay, well, give it the peace talks. If nothing happens and we see it get worse, I might buy a plane ticket. I might have to go tell my boss, hey, I'm not going to be back for a minute. Yeah, I'm going to Ukraine and he's going to be like you're just doing it. I'm like yeah I'm leaving and I'm just going to leave and I will do it I will hitch a plane ride from O'Hare I will go to Ukraine and honestly fuck it between I'll bring the, a camera hey, I'll bring a GoPro between the three of us this would be the best decision for this podcast in the entire <laughs> history of this podcast if I just straight up this would, this would top Jake Paul going to the suicide forest <laughs> Dude, this is first of all. Imagine my I have all my photos on Instagram deleted. Imagine my first photo was me holding a Kalashnikov and going, just landed. <laughs> Boots on the ground. I do. What if my first we post is, I told you we had to get involved? <laughs> no, because I posted on my Facebook. I said, on the, I'm on the tip of Facebook. Yeah. I said, if Russia doesn't stop, we might have to get involved. <laughs> Imagine if well, now imagine the I'm first post is me it. with the Kalishnikov saying just like with it and just like I told you y'all we had a plan and yeah. I just come back. I have to get a pa oh you know what sucks I don't a have a passport. I don't know if you need one. To, well, you might need one to leave, but would we need you a can get visa? One expedited. Could we no. get a visa instead? I don't think I don't that think you need to work. apply for a visa what? to get to. It doesn't Ukraine work like right that. Now. Oh, how the fuck do I get a passport? How do I get back? I only have to get smuggled in on a crate. You're going to you know, have to FedEx me. You have to realize there's a chance you might not come back. Well, good. Then I'm no, coming no, back. We're not getting Listen, a passport. Not if a nuke drops in there, dude. There's not going to be any nukes, Bryce, and that there is. What if tomorrow a nuke drops? What if a nuke drops right now dude, and this no, episode never airs? Dude, if a nuke dropped in Ukraine, and uh, here's the thing. How about this? We know everything went right if by when this episode is posted, I am not in the United States anymore. Because <laughs> by, okay, yeah, if by Friday we are not 
both in the Ukraine. Like I'm, what, what, wait, wait, I don't have a passport. You can get a passport quick. Can you really expedited it? You have to pay more to get it. Oh, fuck it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll go. Dude, here's the thing, though. Bryce is going to be so nervous once I get that passport expedited because he's like, there's only really one more step left of this plan, <laughs> which is physically getting on the plane and leaving. Yeah. I will do it. I will buy. I will go buy boots. I will go buy everything necessary needed to 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 be Carhartt. warm in Ukraine. Yeah, you know, that, that Carhartt hoodie. Dude, will I be. will flesh out all Carhartt. Hey, dude. what kind of people price? Be like, Damn. Can you, you got, do some research for us real quick? What kind of uh, what's like the the major brands of cigarettes in the Ukraine? Just I'm just curious. This is an interesting tangent, but I, I am because I, I just I just want to know if like like if like, if they're like cool, like if they're like cool cigarettes. Okay. Like good. Like do uh, they have American yeah, spirit, yeah, here you go. spirit and these are the top ones. Well I can't read it. It's in Ukrainian. <laughs> Prima, Priluki, Kishao. I would, I would smoke Kozak. Kozak, bro. Hey. I would smoke Kozak. Kozak. <laughs> Maybe, no, I would smoke Orbits. Orbits or Kozak. Kozak. Only because I can pronounce them and they sound cool. You Solichny. Look up what the wait, look up what the Kozak pack looks like. Kozak cigarettes. Okay. Let's try to see what Probably they look it. like. Because if they look baller, then that's the first thing I'm getting when I drop. When I get when I get battle bust in, where we dropping? Oh. Yo, fuck my God. yeah, dude, those that's hard as shit. Dude, I'm, I'm having those like in it. my side pocket in my armband. Oh fuck yeah, dude, we're going. Let's do it. Fuck it. I got I got time to waste. I'll I'll apply that. for time off. I'll just tell him I'll be back. I I get. There's nothing here for me. Truly, I want to leave. Let's do it. Fuck it. We'll be in a, dude, it will be an adventure of a lifetime. Well, it says that... It really would be. It you might get, be horrendous. We might get PTSD. How old do you have to be? We might well, you s- might die, but... You we have might to, die. Yeah, I, I think you'd be fine. I mean, you guys are both of age anyways, okay. but they're having like teenagers fighting shit. It said the, for the... Um, all right, so in less than five... If you need it from less than to five to seven weeks... Like five to seven weeks is expedited. You can pay to have that, but it says... I have urgent. If you have urgent international travel plans within two weeks or need a foreign visa within four weeks, then you can get it expedited at an agency. Or there's, I have a right of life or death emergency service. So maybe you could get it under that. I don't know how. I don't know. We'd have to look yeah. more into it. There's got to be a way to. We'll call. We'll make a call tomorrow. I need a passport times. anyway. Yeah, you should get one. I did one anyway. It takes a while. It takes eight to 11 weeks normally. See, it'll Fuck, be dude. over by then. We lost we, we have it. To expedite Damn, it. we're not going to be able to go. Well, we have to expedite if it. If you expedite it, it could be five they to seven weeks. They, they won't the let you leave, that? right? If you don't have a passport? It might be different for Ukraine. I don't know. Can you leave the United States without a passport? Yeah, can we look that up? Like, can that. you just, can you leave the United Maybe States? Maybe I won't come back. Because when, when, when I was in high school, Maybe I went I'll to Canada. live in Ukraine. It says you are not required to present a passport to leave the U.S. However, airlines may forbid boarding international international flights without one. You also may de- be delayed or denied entry back to the U.S. for insufficient documentation. Okay. So, wow, so a you chance. might not even need it. What if you applied for it, but they're like, yeah, I need to come back. They're like, you come back, you're like, I fought in the war. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I went to go this fight the in thing. the war. Yeah, how could they deny you that? That's I, insane. Yeah, I think if you go, you you're going for the, you're going to go. You're not coming back right away, you know. And right. Like it will be, you are not going to be able to, and you know, you're gonna fight. And if you fight and you, and you guys win, and like you come out on top, then it's you're just your life will be different forever. Like you're gonna like this. 
You'll, First of all, something I'll be, will happen. You know? I will be royalty yes. on that plane ride back. <laughs> if they're like, yeah. why were you here? I'm like, I fought. They're like, holy shit. You, you, came to, you came from America to the Eastern Bloc of Europe to fight in our war? We're like, yeah. They're like, God, they would love me. I'd be a saint. I'd be an Eastern Orthodox saint. There will be people, I'm sure. I we'll would be. Dude, they would call me yeah. Saint. Hold on. Can we can we go to the? Uh, can we go to? What do they speak? I mean, they speak Ukrainian. Can we go from uh, English to Ukrainian? Uh, 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 the translator? translator, please on Google. Okay. I need to hear this because I need to know. This is important. This is like the most important part of this. Okay. Get it up see. there. Let's get it up there. Um. All right. We need to go from English to Ukrainian. Flip it around. Okay, put Almaraz. Is it with an E? Oh, A. An A. Oh. All right, now hit the, hit the, I want to hear how they say it. Almaraz. That's what my saint name would be. Almaraz. And that's how they would spell it. And that would be pasted around the walls. Let's save this. Saint Almaraz. That would be tattooed on, on newborn babies. I'm going to go there and be, people are like, you're, you're saying like you're going to be a hero though. You have zero military experience. You probably will just die. However, I will die as hero. What's <laughs> worse, seeing, living long enough to see yourself become the villain? Hero Almaraz. <laughs> dying a hero. Can we go, can we, wait, can we put Saint Almaraz? Oh, and sure. I hear those two together. Yeah, how does Saint sound in that language? <clears throat> Yeah. Now I know a lot of you guys listening probably have like relatives or grandparents that fought in, you know, Vietnam or Iraq or Afghanistan or the Gulf Wars or something like that. Right. And you might feel disrespected by us, by us, uh, uh, toying with the idea of, you know, going and defending an innocent country. Uh, but I just want you to know that, yes, your relatives were, you know, commendable for wanting to join and do stuff like that. But there has been maybe two just wars in the entire history of this country. So maybe settle down. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're, if but you're, all respect to, you know, how that it, yeah, works out for you. If, if one of your grandpas was one of the one drafted to go to Vietnam. Yeah. I'm, I truly, all, all the, respect. the respect in the world. That shit but is if you fucking, chose yeah. to go. You can go fuck yourself. If you chose to go and didn't think any and didn't look into it, like didn't you're dumb. You didn't read it, read up on like what the history of the country you were about to go and fight in. Yeah, but people are people really going to do this? Is your average factory worker guy who's just, you know, read, gets the propaganda and it's just like, fuck, I got to go fight in the war. Right. Protect my well, family. We, we literally, here. We well, I'm, I see that as the same as being drafted. If you could, because okay, propaganda, propaganda drafting like really like susceptible people here's is the same thing. Here's what we really should say to those people. We just showed how much knowledge we do have on the conflict and we're still willing to go. Yeah. There you go. It must be a just conflict. Let's do it. I'm going to do it. I'm at 70. I'm at 70, 30 right now. <laughs> yeah, about same. Okay. I, I kind of want to do it. I hope. Like get to, a Kalishnikov? I'd like to get Case's input on this, genuinely. We should get Jason's input. We'll call him. We'll, we'll call him after the podcast. Why don't we call him right now? Yeah, let's do it. On your, the phone's, your phone's on the ground. Who's, who are we calling? We're calling my stepdad. I okay. really, we need his input on this. <laughs> okay. All right. His his genuine, you know, reaction because I, I don't know I, I don't I think it could go two like two different ways honestly. We'll see. 
I hope he picks up. Get a little closer if you can. Yeah, on the middle there. I'm going to be so disappointed if he doesn't pick up. <laughs> if, I need if, you. If you call him twice, he'll probably pick up a second up. time. Leave a message and I'll return your call. All right, we'll try one more time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I know who we're calling. Who are we calling? We're calling my grandpa, bro. Yes. The oldest OG in the in the West. <laughs> What's his name? Phil. Phil. Calling Phil. I can't hear it. There you go. Hello. Hi. Hi, Grandpa. What's up? You're okay. So don't say anything naughty, but you're on the podcast. We we were on. We're uh. We at, we've been talking about the Ukrainian thing for a while, and I we we're coming up with an idea. And we want your input on it. Okay. Okay. So anyone can go to the Ukraine and join the war. And Jared and I are sitting at about sixty forty of buying a ticket tomorrow and just going. And we want your input on. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> We because at this point this is probably the only war in forever that's probably clearly a good side and clearly a bad side and they're just letting people sign up. Neither of mm-hmm. us have a passport, but if we tell the Ukrainian airport that we're there to join the fight, they'll probably let us on anyway. Air Ukraine. Yes. <laughs> We'll get in. The problem is getting back. We would have we have to pay yeah. extra money to expedite our passport. However, Jaron and I would probably be named saints in the meantime. <laughs> so, but we're we're at a sixty forty ledge right now. Sixty meaning yes and forty percent no. Honestly, I'm more at a seventy thirty because uh, mm-hmm. right now, with as you can imagine, a war makes t- airline tickets pretty damn cheap. <laughs> It's 4.33 right now, one-way international flight. One layover. One layover. O'Hare to New, O'Hare to New York, New York to Ukraine. Oh, we stop in New York? We got to oh. stop in New York. <laughs> so are you saying yes or no? I'm saying no. Okay. I... I, I if I might not be here next week because you know what we might have to do a podcast live from Kiev (laughs) (laughs) how wild would that be if we'd go there as press oh my god first of all all, you're laughing grandpa but this podcast is going to be in the documentary (laughs) ultimately all right well thank you thank you for your input Mm -hmm. all right love you bye Mm -hmm. I thought you had him for for a minute there, dude. Well, everyone in their right mind is going to say no, but I'm not in my right mind. I'm right where I needed to be. I can't think of anything more exciting. See, the thing is, like, I understand that I could die, but like, I don't really give a shit. But if you die, then you're never gonna be able to live to see the the great return happen. What's that? Damn it! You lost it. It's okay. I'll bring it back. Don't worry. Do you know the great return? The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yes. Okay. Why do you keep doing that? Our guy. You got to aim for the center. All right. Uh, Brave and righteous spirit they've unleashed in men and women 
Like all of you here today, and this is some crowd, we broke the record again. <laughs> we broke the record again. At CPAC. But they're going to find out the hard way starting on November 8th, and then again, even more so on November 2024. They will find out like never before. I got I have chills. I chills right now. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking the same thing. We did it twice. And we'll do it again. He said we're going to be doing it again a third time. Imagine the brave and righteous spirit they've unleashed in men and women. Oh, he said we'll do it again. Dude, he's still saying he never lost. He is still saying in the year 2022 that he won the second election. 2020, yeah. 2020. I'm saying in the year 2022, he's still saying he won. And we'll do it a third time time that was brilliant wow that's brilliant what's wrong Bryce nothing oh my god dude Russia's not, I, I, you know who's you know who's not gonna go to Ukraine any of Trump's children <laughs> but you know who will Joe Biden's children <laughs> or one of his ch- <laughs> historically yes Hunter Biden's already there buddy <laughs> he's fighting let's go fight alongside that Hunter man. Stern Molotovs <laughs> that, that pipe he's in. taking a crack pipe and he's filling it with dude, like he's, dude he is yes yeah. He's fucking filling that crack pipe. I'd smoke crack with him. Dude, let's go to Ukraine. This is what we'll do for the doc. So we'll do a live tipped and sip podcast from Kiev. Yeah. And then we'll go smoke crack with Hunter Biden. <laughs> and then we'll go join the we'll, front line. Then we'll get around to joining the front What line. was the other Biden who died? I don't know. Randall? Oh, what was his name? Uh, his name was like... Andrew? Bo. Bo, Bo Biden. Bo Biden. Bo he Biden. was in like a car accident? No, he had a brain tumor. Yeah, and then and then didn't um, Hunter like sleep with his yes. his widow? Yes. yes, he did. Yeah, that's sad. Well, he's smoking crack. Like when you when you turn to someone, like, are you smoking crack right now? And painting. He says yes. He was like Joe Biden was like, son. I mean, are you are you smoking crack? Not to be crass, but are you smoking crack? And he was like, yes, I'm smoking. He went to rehab. Like Joe Biden has talked about how his son has a problem, has a crack smoking problem. Yeah, no one, everybody forgets that you should look also at the parents when you have a child who's doing hard drugs like that. Where were the parents? Well, I know where the parents were. were His wife did die in a car accident. I know where the parents were. Wait, right? Right? Am I I dumb about wrong about that? Joe Biden's wife is alive. His old wife, right? Is he remarried? No, dude. I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you got confused. I'm thinking of somebody. Big. I thought you were gonna make an Epstein joke. You're oh. like, I know where the parents were. Oh. Little Saint James <laughs> Little Island. Saint. <laughs> <laughs> Who's? Th- I'll, I'll think of it. That later. was a crude. J- you're crash. right, dude. What? No, you're right. Nelia Hunter Biden was an American teacher and first wife of Joe Biden, and she died in a car crash in 1972. Is she the original in, birther? Along of with her one-year-old daughter, Naomi, and her two sons, Bo and Hunter. Oh, that's actually really the, sad. Yeah, so Bo and Hunter survived. That's actually really sad. Yeah. He lost his wife and his kid. Well, that's... Sense. Okay, that's it, it, is, it is sad. But every boomer I talked to that was like, Joe Biden is the savior, is going to change this country, They're, they are overcome with this story of his life. Because it's been turned into like this... Right. Like, like, therefore, he is what, like, like, a uh, empathic enough person to like change mm-hmm. this broken system. Tonight, no, all, he was part yeah. of it. He was entrenched in it his entire time. He was a politician. That's it's a fucking and to not be judged for the crime bill. Yeah, like <laughs> he was. They're they're like they're like a black guy he killed his wife. They ran. He they hit the car. 
They had. It's the like car. oh, right. It gets racy real quick, even with the Joe Biden. With Joe Biden's. It gets <laughs> racy real quick. Listen, yeah. Yeah. white America is white America. Not saying it's a good place. It's actually kind of bad. Um, but what Ukraine is different. So we're going right. <laughs> I, I'm like I'm I'm still like 75. We'll see what, the, what let's let's let's. You're drink in on reality. It you're like 30, 60. Not no no because I'm really not doing well around here. You're 40, 60. You're I'm no, really not you're doing well. No more no. No, I'm leaning more towards yes. You, do you think a trip to Ukraine will be good for your mental health? Yeah, yeah. I really don't want to live here anymore. You want to go to Ukraine? I kind of want to go. What if we just say fuck it? I was look. You know, you know. Here's why: because I was looking at my at Snapchat today, and I for some reason this morning, as soon as I woke up, I looked through everybody's Snap story, and I was like, "What the fuck am I doing? If I don't get out of here, I'm going to kill everybody in my life <laughs> and then myself." <laughs> Dude, so th- I think be, maybe what's worse than that? To be fair, Snapchat does do that to you. You start getting some intrusive yeah. thoughts when you're going through Snapchat because it's <laughs> yeah. mindless. You do know yeah. for a moment though, seriously, when you go clicking through those Snapchat stories, you're like, you, you just start getting a little, like the ape in your brain starts getting a little like, what the fuck are we doing here? Mm-hmm. So let's let the ape out in the jungles, in the woods. In the mountains of Ukraine. In Ukraine. In the cities. Dude, what would we call ourselves? What would our nicknames be? I'm stealing Joker. I'm going with your face like the Joker. Dude, people would be terrified. uh, The Riddler would be a little upset. The Dude. I'm thinking Joker. I'm thinking more of the Joker as uh, 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 from Full Metal Jacket. Less of a oh less of oh oh, right yeah Joker from Full Metal Jacket. Uh, Dude, I would be Saint Joker. No, I'm trying to think. I would be. I'd I'd probably be. Oh, we were talking to Case about this. I the movie uh, Red Dawn. I'd probably be like Charlie Sheen's character from that movie, <laughs> who's just like this weird, scrappy, like little like nobody guy, like a guy who like never really thought he would be able to like defend anybody or anything, right. but then he actually is like the last survivor of the movie and like whether that would actually happen or not spoiler i'm just Dude, saying how it's funny. from the 80s you guys are dumb can you but why don't you get there when they ask you who are you you say the rock the rock you go the rock is definitely in the building imagine if like the ukrainian people don't know who the rock is yeah like they, you be the rock when i tell them who it is and i show them the movies i was in Dude, no, you say you're the rock, and they'll be like, the rock and the Joker are here. <laughs> you just start doing the rock impressions. Like Dude, saying. how cool would that be? Because they wouldn't know. No. And they would be like, we have a war to fight. Like, we're they here don't for have you. A, they the don't rock have, and the no, Joker have arrived. They don't have a rock. They don't have a, no, the rock in the Ukraine. Be, so, like, wh- why can't I just... That's not plagiarism. It's not copyright. He's no, a, let's, let, we could just go and be that there. You be the rock, and the I new, be the whole Joker. New thing. We'll make it big. Yeah. And we'll win. They definitely know who Joker is, but not Full Metal Jacket We will Joker. change the tide of the war, even though they're having peace talks today, but that's beyond the point. Let's do it. Fuck it. I kind of want to go. And I don't, that doesn't mean I don't want the peace talks to go well. I'm just saying. No. There's still going to be problems forever uh, in some way. And I think as long as the problems right now are going if, to if be. If we get there and the party's over, though, we're going to be really disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Show you up can, like a day late. Right. Rocky Joker. Rocky Joker. Rocky Joker. The Rock and the Joker. Rocky Joker. The Rock and the Joker are coming, Ukraine. Dude, what if it's just a picture of us when we get there with two Kalishnikovs and it says the Rock is definitely in the building? (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, let's fucking end this. All right, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Like and subscribe. I keep forgetting to say that. Sub, please, please like and yeah. subscribe. That's actually like the most important thing. Even if you're a Spotify listener, we have a yeah. lot of con- other content on our YouTube page. Yes. Go subscribe to that. Just like it. It really actually helps. I didn't believe that it does, but it actually pushes the videos more. So yeah. like, please like and subscribe. Uh, the YouTube, we're pushing that always. on. E- we're on every platform. Uh, yep. TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're fucking everywhere. And next week, we'll be coming from you live from Kiev, Ukraine. <laughs>